Shut up and sit down. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Third Shift, episode 304. And I, of course, am your host, your funky leader, the greatest man who's ever lived. It's me, it's Matt. Am I pumped for the show? I usually am, but it's a quarter-end show, which means my, my heart is three sizes smaller than it used to be. But Eric did bring me up one size by saying, you know, last week the show was titled Starting Fresh, because we're starting fresh, you know, first, once you reach 300, it's a brand new thing. That's what Eric said. And now we are starting fresh. We're going back to the white t-shirt days. And with me, as always, I've mentioned him. He's not saying anything because he hasn't been introduced. You're not allowed to speak until you've been introduced. We know this well. He's a light bear, light bringer, the light bear, bringer, the beastmaster, third shift is Eric. He's here with me to tell us how great quarter end week has been. How great Woo! was it, Eric? Hey, it's been fantastic. Listen here, we got them dirty white tees back out. Yes. You want to talk fresh? This is the freshest dirty white tee I've ever had. I've only sweated in it twice. <laughs> it is it is very shiny white. <laughs> it's a brand new white tee. It's barely even dirty. I don't even know if it qualifies, but it's fresh. Just like the whole thing we're going with. Fresh. Back up and new. This week was not fresh, though. The week no. was not fresh. It was a dirty, old, haggard canker sore that just grew right back out. You know, like it always does. Always. <laughs> It was like the garlic clove that I unpeeled. I went, oh, let's chop up some garlic and throw it in the Chinese food. It'll make it even nicer and fresher. And I did the squish, and I opened it up, and it was just like a fuzzy black mass in there. Ooh. That's what this week was like. Mm-hmm. It was just that, just stale and fuzzy and old Not, and moldy. No good. Mm, you just yuck. want to throw that sucker out, even though mm-hmm. there's might have been something good there once. It ain't good no more. It's dead. Correct. It's gone. So that's what quarter end has been all about it's been busy it's been craptacular weird hours you guys and girls and folks all know it that's what's been done then you're gonna go eric well what'd you do i mean anything good no <laughs> let me see no um i don't know it would uh, the hours i had just really didn't uh, put me in a position to do much in the way of gaming uh during the day before i went to work you know the house is full of wife and kids and everything's going on and you're doing chores and getting ready for camping and this and that and other thing and then you go to work and you get home and you're just too tired too exhausted so you just sit and watch a show and then you go to bed so that's kind of been my week literally that's what i've done pretty much every day the only thing i did touch was monster hunter monster hunter rise sunbreak monster monster hunter Hunter. i can't even talk i can't even say words (laughs) anymore i've almost become an animal I did get that going because uh, Shay, buddy Shay, got a hold of me. I was like, "Hey, man, I'm I'm gonna. I actually bought it. Let's do this." And I went, "That sounds great." And he's like, "I'm ready to go. Let's do it." And I said, "No, we're not gonna do that because I'm on quarter and you gotta wait another week." And he said, "Okay, next week." And I said, "No." And he said, "What's up? I'm going camping next week." I said, "In two weeks, we can play Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. Well, we'll play the whole game because we haven't touched it, but you know what I mean. The whole thing together." And then here's the whole kicker, Matt. And his last part of this, I get on, and I've played Monster Hunter World, of course, and I've touched, I did the intro to this. Oh my god, I don't know. It's Monster Hunter is a complicated game with a lot yeah. of moving parts, and I'm just sitting here like a just a fool out there. I don't know how to target things. I don't even know what my jump button is or my run. So I'm just 
flailing about. I don't know what I'm doing. I have no idea how to chain combos right now. I have no idea how to purposefully make my uh, my insect from insect glaive attack and actually you know get me the the little extra bonus uh, attack etc that I need to be the insect glaive you know monster hunter. I'm scrambling to figure this stuff out and of course it's you know 11:30 midnight and I go oh, I don't I did no. I don't have no. I don't have time for this. <laughs> so I turned it off. Watch shows next day. All right, Eric, this is the day you do it. Get on there. Ten more minutes. Okay, I don't want to do this. Nope. Turned it off. Watch shows. Did this like three nights in a row of just turning Monster Hunter. Going, this is it. I'm gonna get everything down packed so me and Shay can start off kicking butt, taking names. And each time, I'm like, no, I should have just researched this online and and then came in. I don't want to try to figure this out. Nope. <laughs> so here I am, three attempts later, still none the wiser for the most part. At least it's on there, though, ready to go, rocking and rolling. And that's it. We come to now. We come to today. We come to talking to you. How was your week? How did you do, buddy? It was It was that garlic clove. That's what this whole week was, just suffering and misery and anger and despair. Right now, I'm so tired, and I'm so angry. Like Eric, Eric, Eric can attest to it. He saw it today at work. That's, you know, I wanted I wanted to be you over there, just holding that knife, <laughs> and just going, no, nah. But I was in the same boat as you. Not the same boat, but basically the same of, I was on the earlier of the shift. So getting up, oh, can't do my usual stuff in the morning. Got to go to work. Okay, get out. Oh, I'm actually, like, super exhausted because I didn't sleep well because you're on the early shift. Let's get home and... Hold a controller in my hands and let's just, I'll just kind of zone out and just stare at the screen kind of. Okay. But I did play one game that is perfect for just zoning out and turning brain off, and that's Crackdown 3. I mean, I got to play something. It got to be like Tuesday, and I went, I haven't touched a video game other than Animal Crossing because I do play that every day. And I just went, I got to, I got to do something. Put that in, and I just ran around and shot stuff because. Get enough explosive weapons there. Who cares? Just run and shoot and jump and pound and do whatever. So I did that for a while. Did that last night as we're recording this on Wednesday. I was standing there looking at like two agility orbs that were in my vicinity. I'm having fun collecting agility orbs. That's what you do in Crackdown. You collect orbs, you do things, you level yourself up. And I went, this is, this is at least giving me something. It's giving me one little piece of life. Maybe I'm just going to go collect all the orbs. And then I collected one of those two orbs. And it said, in this region, you have 70 out of 150. <laughs> well, there's like five regions. And I went, mm-hmm. nope, I'm going to go beat this game. And I went and I beat the game. And it was fun overall, just to turn off your brain and blow stuff up kind of game. But I got done. I just went, all those, those plans to do stuff? Nope, that ain't happening. I immediately uninstalled it. Not in a bad way, but I was just like, I did it. I beat it. it. I'm never going to play this again. It's done. Then the only other game that I did touch, it was one little taste of gold on Friday before quarter end started. Went to work, brought my Vita with me. I took my nice hour-long lunch that I haven't been able to take for the past however many days because of quarter end. Oh, you can only work a half-hour lunch. Hoo-hoo. But for that hour lunch, I sat down, and I played Persona 3 Portable, and I got that taste of just... Just like a little eyedropper, just a little drop of gold right in my mouth. And I went, oh, listen to that music. Oh, 
Look at these character portraits. Oh, look at the little enemy sprites. I'm running through the dungeon. I'm poking them with my little sword. I'm mm-hmm. getting a back attack. Oh, it's so fun. It's so good. And then I went, okay, during lunches, I'm going to sneak in some time. Half hour lunch. No, I just need to bunker myself somewhere other than the work thing and shove food in my face. So I haven't touched it since. But that's going to be what I'm doing the next lunches at work. I'm going to get some of that. And I did, I, oh, I did on that Friday, I printed out a guide. And I went, oh, am I going to be guide boy or am I going to not be guide boy? I don't, I still don't know yet. It's sitting right here. So we'll see. But that's something I'm looking forward to because I haven't touched anything else. All the games that I've been so excited about, all the, the ones that I ranted about for like 900 hours on the What You Play in Third Shift, which we released this week also, haven't touched any of them. All the things that brought me joy, no. Don't have brain power for that. Nothing. So it's been a great week. It's been fantastic, Eric. It's been wonderful. Indeed. Now, we haven't been wonderful. We haven't been that fantastic. But I'll tell you what, Sony PlayStation's got that PlayStation lineup. And inside of it is a game I knew nothing about, Matt. All right? Arcade-a-gating, 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 I don't know. Whatever. You know what I mean? How do you say a word? I don't know. Arcadegaden. Looks just like Arcadegaden. That's what? Oh, it's impossible, Matt. It couldn't be that. How could it be? Arcadegaden. Oh, just messing around. Arcadegaden is out right now, and it's free to you via the PlayStation Plus I just mentioned. Iphonics made this particular game. I, 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 I kid you not. I knew nothing about it. I, I just, I don't care. It sounds dumb. Don't want to play it. I was like, and then of course, for whatever reason, my brain, man, I went, it's got to be something about cars, you know. I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking, twisted metal for some reason. And I'm like, ah, I probably just zooming around some stupid arena, blowing each other up. I don't know. It's because you're thinking of Carmageddon. Yes, that's, that's, that's why. exactly why it came to my brain. You're right. So, is that the PlayStation one? Did I get that mixed up? No, twisted metal is the PlayStation one, but Carmageddon was the. The off-brand. Oh, okay, wasn't, okay. Wasn't Carmageddon just the one where you just mowed down pedestrians? It wasn't yes. like a car combat game. It was just like a old-school Grand Yeah, you're just auto. blowing that stuff perspective, up. just running around, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anywho's this particular title, man, I don't know. It looks, it's weird. I, I want to say it looks like Fortnite, but it ha- it looks kind of like Lego, and it looks kind of like Splatoon. It's, it's very colorful. Very bombastic, kind of in your face. It's a third-person game. You're the protagonist, and what's going on is your your buddy's uncle or whatever, your uncle, he's got an arcade, all right? He loves to have fun. He loves to let the people in the community have fun. Well, this evil corporation, Matt, says, I don't want you to have fun. Fun Fun Co., that's what they're called, Fun Fun Co., and they take away all the fun. So they're getting rid of arcades, they're getting rid of the fun, and you're this, you know, oh yeah, well, I'm all about fun, I don't like this. So you're going to stop them, and what they're doing is they're putting viruses into the game, shutting down the arcades, so you're going to go in and get rid of those viruses and get one on Fun Fun Co., enter the game, like I said, third person, you go into these different biomes, it's a roguelite, shooting baddies, blah, 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 and viruses, little things like that, and you have these objectives in each side of the biome. And I'm assuming, of course, that's to, you know, get get the virus, destroy the virus, move on to the next biome, clear it up, clear it up, clear it up. And off you go. You're looting, you're shooting, you're having a great time going through the biomes. That is the story. That is the the main arcade version of this. That's what you're doing. In a nutshell, Matt. The last part of this, you also have PvP. 
Now, instead of it just being you shoot, shoot each other, they have fun objectives. So there is shooties, but there's also like uh, in Fall Guys, like the ice levels, and then you run, and the ice blocks fade away, and then whoever stays standing at the... Little games like that to play while you're shooting each other and screwing around. So you got a little PvP action, you got a little regular story action, and both of them get you points that allow you to spend on new gear, skills, things like that to customize your character, get bigger, get better, get better. That's this game in a nutshell. And like I said, keep in mind uh, Fortnite-type quality graphics slash colors, and you got yourself Arcade Gaiden. It sounds kind of fun. Yeah, it, like, it, like it when does. you said it, I was like, "Is it just some arcade game like compilation?" And it wasn't that. And I, I started tuning out a little bit just because I'm in low energy mode. Mm-hmm. I'm in power saver mode. You know, I'm in low battery mode. Yeah. But then, you, man, running around, shooting stuff, cool levels, ice levels, blocks disappearing. It just sounds like just fun. Go get them times. I don't. I don't know. You, it's free for me, so I might as well download it. I mean, heck. exactly. And I, and I'm actually gonna check that now, Matt, because you said Carmageddon, and now I'm like, is that the freaking game of the month, Carmageddon, or is it Arcadegaden? It can't be. No, there's too many arcade. There's too many Gaidens. All right. And now I'm confused, and I think I'm right, but I don't want to be a fool because I've done it before. So we're gonna check, man. We're gonna check. I'll I'll let you go ahead and do your thing. And I'll look silently while you, you while you're talking, okay? I'm pretty sure they can't release Carmageddon in this day and age. There's no way that could happen. <laughs> but something they could release, but without any hype, without any warning, without any you know, I follow CD Project Red, I follow some of their other games on Twitter. There was no warning for this. Just today, I was sitting there in the darkest hour in the darkest pit, and I went, gosh, Twitter, do something nice. Give me something good. I haven't checked you in like two days. Bam. Today, well, Gwent, which I don't follow, is the one who tweeted it out, retweeted by CD Projekt Red. Check it out, y'all. Here's a new release dropping today as we're recording this 7-7, developed and published by CD Projekt Red. Gwent, Rogue Mage, a single-player standalone expansion for Gwent. And my eyes lit up, and I got chills up my spine like I just did right now, remembering that moment. And I went, what? And I watched the trailer. This is a standalone expansion for Gwent, single-player. It's 10 bucks on Steam or Android, or iOS, anywhere you want to get it. This takes place hundreds of years before Geralt and Ciri and all the good stuff. You know, after the conjunction of the spheres, all the monsters come together, magic, elves, dwarves, all that stuff. And it's just a disaster. There's monsters everywhere. Nobody can contain them. So this is the story of two mages who are on a quest to make the mutagens and do the things that will eventually make the witchers to control all the monsters, to hunt the monsters, to get rid of the monster menace. And then I read two more things. Not only was I sold single-player Gwent, because that's Thronebreaker, which my, which my game of the year for forever ago. That was a lot of fun, yeah. They went deck building. Uh-huh, yep, that's what that was. Roguelike also. And I went, oh, what, 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 are, what are we talking about here? And I got chills up my spine again just now, thinking about how hyped I was. Came here, downloaded it, played about 45 minutes of it before the show. It's Slay the Spire, but in the Witcher world. And the combat is Gwent. It's fantastic. If you've seen the Slay the Spire map, you know, you pick the little nodes and you go up little paths. That's this, but on the side. You start on one side of the map and you go across a couple different biomes and it looks like as you get further to the boss, which is like a frost dragon, then it gets icier and icier. So I'm excited to see how the boards evolve, how the monsters evolve, how your enemies evolve. But you go 
it's the exact same thing. You're choosing nodes on a map. If you choose this node, then your next one is going to be this one. Or you have the option to go between here and here. Treasure chests, strange items, definite battles, boss battles, all kinds of things on these nodes. I haven't explored hardly enough of this at all, because like I said, I'm only 45 minutes in. But I've had two runs so far. And just like Slay the Spire, when your run fails because you're an idiot or you got all the way to the end, you earn like account levels, essentially. Like you've leveled up to level one. Now you've unlocked these cards, which you can put in your deck, which can spawn in with the start of your run. And at the end of my first run, where I went straight to a boss, because I went, I know Gwent, and I'm awesome, but I didn't have my deck together, because I had the starter deck, and got instantly stopped, your character swoops back out of the portal, and the other mage lady goes, hey, how'd it go? Oh, well, blah, 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 blah. So the end of your run isn't the end. The end unlocks some more story. And then you go back in with better characters, better cards, better things. I will say my only complaint about it, I love everything about it so far. My only complaint is it's one round, that's it. Like I was doing the tutorial battle. And I went, okay, I had like, I was up 40 points on the on the enemy. And if you know Gwent, you know what I'm talking about. You put your units down, it adds up your score, and you can attack the other units, this, this, this. And I went, okay, it's time for me to pass because the next round, I need to save up cards for the next round. There is no next round. It's one and done. Which, I mean, if you dominate them, great. Mm-hmm. You had a great round. You know, your hand of however many cards, 10 cards, that it randomly picked out of your deck, it was great for you. But if it's bad, you're just screwed that time. Mm-hmm. There's no, okay, I'm forfeiting this round. I'm just passing. Hopefully, you know, I'll keep these cards in my hand and then hopefully get another influx. It was just one round. So I was a little sad by that. But everything else... It felt like I was playing Thronebreaker again. Like like I said, it's not explore the map and go walking around and have story scenes. It's more point to point and you're just unlocking things and going straight to the battle. But everything else, it's the same cards, it's the same units, it's the same voice clips. I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that in the best way. Because mm-hmm. it just, it relit my passion again. So I'm going too long and too far on it. But man, Gwent Rogue Mage, I'm going to put 100,000 hours into this game. It's so good and fun just from the 45 minutes i played i can't wait to play more yeah uh, uh, i don't great. know man it sounds like you're about to rock it off to the moon well yeah persona 3 portable rocking and rolling ready to go you got this new gwent dlc itch and chomping at the bit for you to be rocking and rolling in it you got this other game arcade Gaiden, which is free to you on playstation plus to get in and play some just fun roguelite shoot em ups loot em shoot em's everything's looking bright and I still have Triangle Strategy over there. Oh, yeah. I can't play yeah. that with the dead brain, no. but it's still over there. So whenever yeah. I'm refreshed again, it's just, all night just playing that, too. You just got to oh. sleep it off, man. Just sleep it off, and you're going to be up in cloud nine, man. I'm telling <laughs> you. <laughs> yes. You're going to come back. You're going to come back strong. And you know who else is coming back strong? Oh, yeah. Kratos, baby. God oh. of War Ragnarok gets a release oh. day, and it came with a little tiny trailer. 11-9-2022, people said it couldn't be done. I I knew all along it was coming out this year. No, you know what I mean? we said it couldn't be done. <laughs> you acknowledged that there's no way it was coming out this year. Uh, I remember that episode. Oh, yeah, I said it. I did. I said there's no way. It's not coming out this year. It's not happening. They, they've they been waiting too long. They ain't said a word. You know what? They're trying to show me up. They're trying to show me up. They, they heard the podcast, and they went... Who is this gungo idiot telling us we ain't going to release our game this year? Thinking he's hot stuff because yeah. he bought a new white shirt. Ooh. Let's show him. Yeah, we'll show him. 
Well, show me he's a nobody, and he ain't got the ins like like some of these hot potatoes out there. Boom, 11-9-2022. Well, the joke's on you, okay, Sony Santa Monica, because I wanted it to come out this year because I wanted to play it, so I tricked you into thinking you weren't going to be able to do it just to push you to do it, and I win. Suckers! I get to play some God of War Ragnarok, Matt. I know you don't care. I don't think you care at all, do you? Well, see, I was going to say, I was going to start it off nice and say, this was probably your moment. I had my Gwent Rogue Mage moment. and Because two days ago, I was scrolling through Twitter and I saw, God of War Ragnarok, hooby hooby hoo, here's a little trailer. And I went, I don't care, this is stupid, that's a dumb series, and I hate all the characters. But thinking of it now and seeing your excitement, oh, yeah. I was like, you were probably like, oh, yeah, yes. sweet, cool. I didn't even watch the trailer. It was like oh, a minute, 30 oh, seconds. No, and I, was, was, I don't have time for this crap because I hate God of War. It's so dumb. His boy Atreus, he's getting older. Atreus, Atreus, whatever his names don't matter. He's getting older, man. So like, he's not just that dumb kid now. And and then the best part, guess what? Oh man, Kratos falls down. He's like fighting. He shows his cool battle. He falls down, boom, he gets up, kills a couple regular baddies, turns around. And Fenrir, Fenrir, this gigantic wolf, obviously, you know who Fenrir is, yeah. looming right over there. And I'm like, ooh, that's sweet looking, you know? Oh, I can't wait. It's it's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be more God of War. And that's all you need. That's all you need. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the positive person that we talked about trying to be in our New Year's resolutions, which has epically failed right now. <laughs> I'm going to be happy for you when you get to play God right. of War. Thank you. But I'll I, just but keep I still telling don't you care. you should play it. I don't care no, you about gotta it. Play. No, just go away. You got you to gotta stop. You, that, that bit, you got to let go, and you got to play God of War. It's going gonna to keep that bit going. That's one thing no. we're going to keep rolling. No, that, and I don't even know what it. else. Oh, damn it. Oh, it makes me sad, Matt. It makes me sad. But you know what? What doesn't make you sad? What kind of news would be out there that might be something to brighten your day? Come the, on. The only little drop of gold would have to be some kind of persona news, something like a persona right? type of like region, like well. developer <laughs> land, some kind of like a... Have I got some be? potentially good news for you, Matt? Oh, Sega, boy. they've come out and they said, you know what? We want to take our Persona and Catherine titles and turn them into live action shows for your amusement because we think they've got all sorts of life and animation and jazz and snazz to them and we think it'd be a great idea look at the success of some of these other shows now they want in on it they want to get a little bit of that moolah in the eyes of the people which of course will sell the games and make things a happier place for everybody maybe in theory you know persona i think that's an easy one that's you know your, your characters they just Hey, I spawned in with a sword and a bat and all this other stuff. And I was thinking, how is Catherine going to work, though? Like, obviously, the story, well, like in the real world, 100% will work. But how are you going to do, like, push and block puzzles in a live action version? Like, it, it seems weird. Like, oh, here's a weird tower. And he goes, hurf, hurf, hurf. The only thing I was thinking, though, is, like, you change it to, like, an escape room type scenario. He's there with a bunch of sheep. You've got to get through the rooms and avoid the traps. You could make it just more more linear like horizontally instead of up because pushing the blocks and climbing over them it doesn't i don't see how you could do that in a visually stimulating way that's not a game you know what i mean mm-hmm. i was thinking that and this might stray too far away from the game game but they're gonna get rid of the sheep except for in like a few like fun you know moments but it's just going to be his friends and, and people in the city and town. So while you're awake, you'll go to the bagel shop. You'll see Stu at the bagel shop. You're going to see people as you're doing your awake portions. And they're going to, of course, be in the dreams. It won't. They won't be sheep, though. They're just going to be the people. And you're going to play squid game type games 
instead of just moving blocks and going up and about in your dream. So it's going to be more like weird, just more like, like you said, escape room type stuff, uh, weird games, things like that, because it's just going to be too, I don't, I can't foresee them doing blocks and you actually climbing in this thing. Or maybe they'll do mazes. Yeah, yeah, that works Which would be like in the vein of what's going on. And then inside the maze, each maze will be something hunting. Well, not something. We know what will be hunting you. But, mm. you know, those those creatures from the game, they'll be hunting you in the maze instead of the blocks. And then you'll counter your friends in the dreams. And, and the drama in there will be that some of them are going to get their freaking bodies ripped open and heads cut off. And they're going to betray you to try to throw you. Stuff like that. You still got to do the sheep, though. You can't not have the sheep. <laughs> you have to have sheep. They'll, They'll put it in something clever. I just don't know how. I don't think they'll make the, the, your friends the sheep, but I think they'll have sheep something incorporated. I don't know what. But. I mean, you could do it as simple as, like, I, I haven't watched Squid Game, but I know, like, the the enforcers have, like, the hoods, like, mm-hmm. the symbols and stuff. You could do it that easy. It's like a, it's like a sheep hood. And, it's, you know, shadows there in the face go. that nobody can see. You That's can't exactly. Take it off. Yeah. You steal a little bit from Squid Game directly and just make it so... The, the baddies, any of the baddies you encounter, they'll have like a sheep head on and they'll be running around trying to kill you or screw you up in the game. And or even even the friends could still have the sheep hood because you wouldn't take it off because you don't realize it because you are you and everyone else has mm-hmm. a sheep hood. And then you could have, oh, look, it's Johnny's necklace. There's Ricky's ring. Here's his, his arm tattoo peeks out from under his sheep That's hood. That's true. That's true. And then that would keep things kind of weird like the game was. Yeah. Cause, but obviously, cause you can't you can't notice cue. it right off the bat because then you'd all get together and just be like, "Hey, what's going on in this maze thing?" When we go to sleep, mm-hmm. which takes away from the whole. And, yeah. and keeping it weird meant, like you said, yeah, you weren't talking about it and just mm. openly going, "Hey, this is jacked up. Something's wrong." We're obviously like, all in on it because I yeah. saw you and you saw me. And immediately with it being sheep, which is the whole thing about it, you dismissed it. You woke up and be like, oh, man, you're like a sheep in my dream. It was weird. Uh, oh, yeah, it's weird. Sounds like you had too many last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully that's the case. But I immediately envisioned they just ditched that except for some mm. just fun stuff. I don't know. All I do know is that the real life portion will be a lot of fun every yeah. night. Every night in the dream, you're just it's like an episode of Cheers. You're just at the bar hanging out, you know. Living that good life, talking with friends, having a blast, music's playing. And then, of course, all those fun interactions that you get with your buddies and the different Catherines. Oh, yeah. Man, I'm under, I know this guy. He used to play that game. He never did beat it this second time, though. It's really weird, but it's a really good game. See, I'm not rising to that bait because I'm just thinking of like About them, how much cool. <laughs> about them just like drinking beers. And then just, it could be just a quick line just from the narrator guy over overhead. And you could kind of like. Main character could look like this. Just beer fact. Oh, that would be so much Hey, fun. we're doing tequila shots tonight, boys. Tequila fact. Huh? Pour another one, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. And then just wander around, go to the bathroom and have those weird moments, you know, mm-hmm. looking in the mirror. Gosh, man. Yeah. There, there's a lot of potential for that. And you could just do that, you know, day by day, just like the game does. That's You could scramble a season or two out of it. I wouldn't mm-hmm. want it to go more than a couple seasons, though. I'd draw it out too long. Yeah, you can't. You you have to just do that story. So mm-hmm. that's one season or two max. I would say exactly. just one. You could just. I'd get say away just one. Mm-hmm. And then the persona side, like you said, you can do anything under the sun you want with that. And I wouldn't. I'll I'll just say this. There's it has been talk on other shows about this, and I agree with most of uh, most of them. I would not want it to be anything related to Persona One, Two, Three, Four, or Five. I want it to be its own story done persona style but i've already played the games 
I already know how it goes. There's anime out for three of them. So if you want to watch the story in an animated form, you can for Persona 3, 4, and 5. So I don't know. I'd rather see a fresh take, a fresh Persona story done strictly for you know TV. I would say I generally agree with that, but at the same time, I wouldn't want... You know, if they're going to come up with like a cool Persona type of story, I'd rather that be in the next Persona game. Like, I don't, I don't want to say like waste ideas here. I'd rather have that be as good as it can be. And if this is just, you know, rendition of three or four or five, those are the most popular things that's going to get you lots of money. But since we mentioned that, maybe just do Persona one and two. Because nobody knows what those are. Nobody played yeah. those. And I don't mean that as like, if you listen to this and you did play it, I'm not dismissing you. I'm just saying in general, comparatively, nobody Three, remembers four, those. five or Juggernauts compared to one and two. Yeah. Even though I see a lot of people say that two is one of their favorites. Yeah. But even so, they're just way down here compared to those three. Yeah. So maybe that's the way you go. Maybe you retell one, the OG, you know, and jazz it up, spoof it up, make it more in line with the newer ones. Freshen it up, give it that, you know, all your friends have side, you know, mm-hmm. stories and things they're going to do. Exactly. So. so maybe that's the way to go. Maybe that's the play you make to keep it in the storyline, but not, like you said, not having to get a whole team to come up with a fresh story and give us, the folks who are never realistically going to play one or two, just because they're just way too old. They're just too old. I'm not going to do it. Oh, Maybe Matt's thinking he might do it. Oh, uh, if he does it, I have to because I can't let him beat me in the Persona world. This is not going to happen. I mean, since we were talking about playing through three, four, and five again when they come out with the re-release, mm-hmm. and then I'm doing all the Final Fantasies right now. We're talking about what other series. And I'm like, man, maybe I'll, maybe I'll download a PlayStation emulator and play through Persona One and Two because I think maybe I can get them on the Vita. I don't know though, but yeah, I don't. I've know. been thinking about it. Oh man! I know they're completely different. Yeah, because I've I've watched some gameplay, like some long plays, bits and pieces of it of one and two, and it's wackadoo different. But how can you say you're so a fan if you never played all of them? You know, because you can. You know, I don't have to play all forty-seven games to be a fan of something. That's no, I will not accept that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but it is cool. All in all, look forward to it. I'll see what they come up with if it ever comes to fruition. You know, a lot of this stuff. Oh, we want to do that. Well, it costs this much money. Da 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 da. Okay, never mind. Yeah, we're not gonna mess with it. So it may never be anything, or maybe some weird Japanese thing that never comes out in America anyway, and we only see it through you know some weird sites or something strange. I was gonna say, or the initial discussions could happen here, and then like four years down the road is when they start going actually actually into writing it and then production. It's like the Duke Nukem movie stuff. Like, there was oh, just another update about that like three months ago. And I was like, well, I assumed it was dead because we talked about it two years ago. And everybody was all riled up and hyped again. So, yep. who knows? It's, it's back. It's there. Oh, man. Just like the Borderlands movie. Mm-hmm. So, someday that'll be out in five years, ten years, twenty years. Even though that's done shooting. That's all done. And that's what's weird to me. That movie's been under wrapped up for a long time now. So, I'm like, you think you'd see something on that? You got to do all the posts. You got to do all the CGI. And I stuff. know. I know there's a lot of work, but I mean, it's just, it's like, damn. It is weird. This guy's yeah. got done wrapping a long time ago. Because I, I remember that tweet. That was like last year sometime, I think, or, or very beginning of this year. And I was like, oh, yeah, we're, we're moving on. It was great. I'm, I'll miss everybody. And mm-hmm. I'm like, cool. So, we'll see how it all goes. I'm not in a hurry. Take your time. Do what you got to do. Make it good so we can get to the state where all gaming movies and shows are amazing. And it's no longer like, oh, they actually got past the, 
you know, oh, this is a bad mo- gaming movie. We, oh, they did it. No, it's just making it so every time you go to the theater, it's like seeing a Marvel movie. It's going to be good. It's going to be fun. You're going to enjoy it. Man, now I want to talk about the RoboCop game trailer that I just saw, like right before we got <laughs> on the show. I was like, oh, movie games are always terrible. But the little, you know, 90-second trailer looks pretty cool. Maybe there could be a good movie-based video game. Oh, getting over that hump, just like you said. You know, but there could also be a good con again someday. That's never going right? to happen. Maybe. It doesn't happen. No. You know what? E3 disappeared, went to the winds. Everyone said it's dead, and it has been. Mm-hmm. BlizzCon died, went to the winds, said they were going to put them on hold and weren't going to do them again until they figured out what they want to do in the future. Once again, I came out and said, that's dead. It ain't ever coming back. You're not getting a BlizzCon again. That was its death knell. And then everybody else saying E3 is dead. It's gone. That's its death knell. Both of them, man. Both of them today were like, no, BlizzCon will be back next year, 2023. Live. Get ready. We're going to have a blast. We've got new people working on it. New uh, April something was her name. It's going to be a whole thing, man. We get to go to BlizzCon again. Now, I don't want to be that guy because your your first bit of news, I shot it down. Is the, Now this other bit of news... No, everybody hates Blizzard now. It's never going to happen. It's never going to, they're going to say they're going to do it. Everyone's going to go and hate it, or it's not going to happen. There's no way. There's no way. They'll read the room, and if it's going to be like a lot of negative people asking questions, they'll cancel it. Oh, we'll postpone it for another year and then not mention it next year. It just seems like. All it takes, though. It just takes one good game, Matt. One good game, and Blizzard can be back in it. I know, I know you're right. But it's just after all the discussions that we and every other news outlet has ever had, I'm just like, don't do BlizzCon. Everybody hates you now. And it's not even like you, the people, but like everyone hates the company and the just the corporate overture. And just Well, Diablo Immortal is a big joke right now with all Mm -hmm. the microtransactions and the ways it's stealing your money and making you buy things to play and win. (sighs) This is the whole other discussion about like, why is that? It just, it's, it's all wild and crazy. And then everyone's starting to like rag on Diablo 4 because it's not coming out. It's, you know, been, it's been pushed further out. And it's like, okay, it's you know. A bl- it's a Blizzard game that always happens. So I, yeah. I don't know. It, it just feels weird that they would announce it now instead of like, I don't know if the bad press would ever blow over. But I feel like if you announce it like six months from now and there was no other Activision Blizzard type of news, because they were just in the things for, Union busted and all that other stuff just a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say this, but it feels like nobody likes Blizzard right now. It's just be like, we're back. Come see us. That It feels like a bad idea. But I think this is the way they're trying to get back. This yeah. is what I think they're trying to do. So I think they're going to come out with the big old Overwatch 2, go ape snips, you know, whatever it is they're going to have at that point for Overwatch 2. They're going to make it big and bombastic, and they're going to try to have you as pumped for as possible. I think they're going to come out strong with something to revolutionize or change World of Warcraft up a bit. I think they're going to try to get that to where everyone's back on the bandwagon, and I think they're going to, of course, finally be releasing Diablo 4, so that's going to be hitting and fresh and rocking and rolling. I think they're going to go, we know we're a naughty, naughty little company, but looky, looky! And they're going to go, pew, 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 they're going to shoot a million rockets and they're going to hope that it puts a smile on your face and that the smile sticks and then they go ha ha thumbs up i mean i, I shouldn't cast aspersions because i said how <laughs> as soon as i saw that overwatch 2 trailer in the last big games thing that we watched we were back it in. put a smile on my face and i was 100 uh-huh. percent back in so you know what 
Eric, we will go to BlizzCon. It's cool. We'll go. That's right. We're going. And, and then, of course. And then, of course, E3. <laughs> Everybody said E3 was dead. That's happened three times. Like, yes. literally three times. So you can't kill E3. It will always come back. No. It's always a huge moneymaker. It brings everybody in from all over the country. That's a no-brainer. But I'm just sad now because we used to, for these past few years, we got all of E3. We got it all. We could consume it all in the comfort and privacy of our own homes and our dirty white tees and our boxer shorts. We didn't have to be jealous of anybody who went out to E3 and got to touch the demo right on the show floor and get the big bag of swag and get an exclusive interview. We didn't have to be jealous. It was all there. It was just, poof, here it is online. Come and watch it. Now we have to be jealous again, Eric. We have to be jealous yeah. and go, oh, man, let me watch Let me watch Jesse Cox's super interview from backstage with the, oh, man. Wish I could have been Wish there. Wish that was us. Look at that big bag of swag. He's giving it all away to his fans, but I can't win it. Oh, no. Shucks, McGee. So I'm <laughs> I'm negative on the Blizzard one, but I will go. And I'm negative on the E3 one, but it's great because E3 will always survive and it should always survive. So I don't know what to say. It's great and horrible at the same time. I think it should survive, too. Uh, I, I, I'll make this really quick. It's, the last couple of years have been like three or four different events. And it's pretty cool. This year wasn't so bad, you know. Yeah. They kind of announced each one, and we and I got to watch each one. But I miss the days where you just sat down for a big one chunk of time, and then went, "Here it is, bam!" That's the that is it. This is every game company's news, except for maybe one or two here and there, you know. And this is you. You got it now. You know now. You know. There's the gaming news. Instead of oh, tune in for thirty minutes for this uh, this one and this one and this one. So oh, t- next week tune in for an hour for this one and this one and this one. And then if you miss one, then you're just trying to catch up. But there's so much news from the previous one that's more important than some of these ones they did. So they fall low in the algorithm, and then you don't see it. But for you, it would have been important. It's a whole thing. So I don't know. I do like it consolidated, and I hope E3 can get to the point where between E3 and Keeley's Summer Game Fest thing, that'll be the two ways you announce your games and announce your stuff, and that's going to be it. Because he said he's for sure going to keep coming back, and he's going to you know, fight E3 or whatever he's going to do. Shouldn't <laughs> I, I was all hyped, and I was going to be like, that's perfect, because you have his stuff all online, biggity-baggity-boom, and then like two or three weeks later – Hey, play that demo on the show floor at E3. Mm-hmm. We announced it here, but it's live there. You get to touch it, you get to feel it, you get to experience it. Maybe they will work together. Who knows? I just know he's always been kind of dismissive of E3 and it's kind of the all on his own type of thing. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they'll maybe they'll sew it all up and play nice together, and we'll have something like that that's kind of conjoined into a really cool, massive thing. But he is going to be live next year with an audience and everything. So oh, I don't wow. know what that what that means but usually it's just an audience it doesn't mean like you said there's not gonna be a show floor with games and everything going on so right. e3 would still be unique in that aspect i hope it works out and i hope all the extra shows kind of go away and just those two remain yeah I'm, i mostly agree because like you said it's it's nice to just be june 10th through the 12th this night the keystone is playstation that night it's activision this night it's whatever and then before that Here's this, here's that, here's that. And it was just chunk, 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 eat it all up, good to go. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. Someday, someday, Eric, I'm going to go to an E3. We're going we're gonna to friggin' sure. go. We're yeah. going to go. I refuse to let myself die before that happens. <laughs> Wheel you in on a gurney. It's my friend Eric. It's his last E3. Get him through. Ah! 
Stage five cancer. He's got like a day. <laughs> so what about you out there in podcast listener land? Are you hyped for the return of both conferences? Are you hyped for a persona and Catherine live action shows? Are you just one of those really boring people that likes God of War? Are you hyped for that? I mean, come on. Or are you not even listening to me because you're playing Gwent Rogue Mage or Arcade again right now? Are you just the happiest person you could be because you didn't work a quarter end? Let us know that. Anything else, any kind of questions, comments, concerns, if you just want to say hi, let us know via the email, thirdshiftme.gmail.com, on the Twitter machine at thirdshiftme, and find us on Facebook on the Third Shift. Mm-hmm. Take a look. It's in a book on the reading Facebook. Yes. yes. Made no sense, but it was fun to say. Speaking of fun to say, Matt, get on over there to Patreon and throw us money. Just rain money down on us because that's even more fun for us. You know what I mean? When me and Matt are like Scrooge McDuck diving in the bills, pew, 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 pew. nothing's better than that. Nothing. Except for your love and adoration and your clicks and views. Oh, man, we eat that up too. And five-star ratings. Oh, I scrumptious. Oh, those are scrumptious. There's so many fun things. Oh, mailbag questions, crazy things. I don't know. I eat it all. It all all tastes good to me. And any of those things does help us out, and we really do appreciate it. No, that's my line. What the hell are you doing? Also, I was doing you a favor. I was looking for a new five star review. So, and then you stole my line while you while I was doing all that just for you. You stole my line, and I hate you, Eric. So here, I'm gonna hit you with a surprise punch and say, "Hey, next week we're recording early, so you might catch that next episode on the 13th." Maybe on the 14th. I don't know when's it going to happen because we have to record at a weird time, but we will be refreshed. We will be energetic. You can find that episode on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Poppy, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And as I always say, you can't steal my thunder. Hey, if you like what we're doing, you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, rating, review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services because it does help us out. And we really do appreciate it. We do indeed. And I like it when Matt tries to make things difficult. But we'll talk about that another time. Until that time, though, Matt, you know what? Give us that five-star rating so I don't have to go take Matt and turn him into a five-star. All right? Do that for me. Yeah, how about I turn you into a five-star tomorrow, oh, sucker? God. Here we oh, go. No. We're going to blow the show up right, <laughs> right now. That's how we're going to do it. But until that, that happens and one of us comes back or both of us do next week, there's nothing else to say but... Shut up and sit down.